Hi there, and welcome to the Becoming Fearless podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. I'm a certified coach with a master's degree in organizational psychology and over a decade of experience coaching and developing career women like you. This is the podcast where we have a little fun and you learn how to grow in your career and skyrocket your belief of what is possible. Let me guide you to becoming fearless so you can truly have it all. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode. I am excited. We are going to talk about success thinking. So one of my clients recently shared one of the ripple effects that she had in coaching. She hired me to help her with her development plan, identify her career path, and be more decisive and confident in her decisions. After one of our recent sessions, she shared how she is more assertive with her boss and a better leader to her team that even though that wasn't a direct goal of our coaching, the tools she has learned and the way she has learned to think has had a ripple effect on many different areas of her life at home and at work. She has learned to question her immediate thoughts and to trust herself that she knows what is best for her team, for herself, that she has a valid voice, and she's using it more than ever. And when she shared this with me, I thought, I have to talk about this on the podcast. I have to share with all of you the importance of what I'm calling success thinking. So intentional thoughts are something that we work on in coaching. And this isn't mantras and affirmations or forcing yourself to believe something that you don't really believe. It's a way of managing your mind so that you can do the hard things and achieve your goals because your brain is always going to present evidence to you that things aren't working and that you aren't getting there. Think of any idea that you've had. I can use one for me um, having my own coaching business. So it was suggested to me a ton of times that this is something I should do, that I should be a coach full-time, that I should have my own business. And I had always come up with a million reasons why it wouldn't work, how it wouldn't work. I thought of it from time to time, but I always ended up in the same place of, and it's a little bit mean girl too, because I was like, oh, that would be nice. Oh, it's nice that Anne over there has the luxury to do that, but not me. I need to stay the stable route. Like I've invested too much in my career. I have come a long way. Like I always had a million reasons why that dream, that growth that I had for myself wasn't available to me. So whether it's someone else or yourself, your brain will always go to a place of telling you why it won't work. So have you ever had a boss um, suggest something new for you, say a new role, moving to management, changing departments, and you immediately thought of how it wouldn't work? I know I've had conversations like that before. Um, Honestly, one of my bosses even have said like, oh, have you considered getting certified to be a coach? Like, I think that this coaching is something that you're really passionate about. You talk about it all the time. And it wasn't even something I was consciously doing. So it's very common, I think, for 
leaders or just peers in your kind of corporate environment to make suggestions to you of things you might want to try or things that um, you might be good at. And we immediately go to what we don't know to completely negate the idea and think of all of the way things won't work, that it isn't possible for you. And then you tell yourself that you don't really want it. Then we just abandon the idea. Like what I did when it came to my business. It's something that, oh, okay, that would be nice. Yeah, I do like this, but not for me. It won't work. List on all the ways that it won't work. And then I'm like, I don't really want that. I can integrate that into my career now. I don't really need to have that title. I don't really need to have that role, right? We convince ourselves that we don't really want what we actually want. And that's because your brain doesn't want you to waste energy or do anything that's too difficult. So we create confusion, overwhelm, doubt, and we resist the ideas from others and ourselves. The ideas that push us to greatness, to something bigger than what is comfortable. So how do we do this? What is the solution? How do we get our brains to believe something our brains automatically tell us is wrong or too hard? You can't force your brain to think something you don't believe. That's why mantras and affirmations don't work for everyone. You have to work with what you're already thinking, with what is already there. So ask yourself, what do you know? How could it work? You have a part of your brain that wants you to explore these hard things, that believes in what is possible for you. So you have some thoughts in your mind that support these lofty goals. You just have to find them. You want to make small changes in your thinking to what is possible. So how I do this with clients is we look at where we are, where we want to be, and what thoughts we would need to have, and then the difference in between. And the difference is the river of misery or the valley of despair. It's the place you have to cross to to get to the success on the other side. So you have to figure out what are those thoughts that you need to be open to the possibilities for you. And then I want you to try them on. Now, this is going to maybe sound a little bit kooky to to some of you, um, but I promise this really works. So to try them on, I want you to breathe them in, say them slowly three to five times, and see how they feel. Now, I understand you might be like, what? Come on now, I can think my way through this. Logic can be applied here. But think about um, if you go to a store and you see this like amazing top and it's beautiful. It's this blouse and it looks so good how they have it on the mannequin. And then you'd go to try it on and you're like, oh, okay. Good thing I could try this on because it looks nothing like the mannequin on me. It's like, you know off the shoulder like it's just it's clinging in the wrong places it just doesn't work right and that's kind of how coming up with thoughts are you want to try them on because you want to make sure they're actually going to work for you because they don't work for everybody the same thought isn't going to work for everyone like for another example is um, if you think about some words that you might find kind of offensive or have a like negative twinge to, but for other people are really positive. Um, an example of that is the word focus. So if somebody says, um, okay, let's focus. When I hear that, I 
like kind of have a negative twinge in my body. Like I feel like I'm being reprimanded, like, like let's focus. Like I am focused. Like, so I like automatically my brain goes to that's negative. And that's just the way that I think other people hear that and they are completely neutral or even have a positive response to the word focus. So you really have to figure out like, what are the thoughts? What are the words that are meaningful for you that are believable for you because we're all different okay so if for example you want to be a senior leader if you want to start a business if you want to build an empire you would choose a thought related to that goal breathe it in say it slowly three to five times And just notice how your body feels. Like, what is the physical response that you're having? And you will have a physical response. So if you choose a thought like, I am a senior leader. Say, I am a senior leader. And you kind of take that and you say, I am a senior leader. I am a senior leader. And you do that slowly three to five times, you'll notice your body having a shift. You might feel empowered. You might find your shoulders kind of standing up more tall or leaning more tall, however you would say that. You might start to smile, right? Or your brain could completely resist that thought. And instead, it means like it either does nothing for you, you immediately start thinking about how that's not true, right? So you want to notice how your body is responding to you saying these thoughts. And that's how you'll know if that's a thought that is helpful for you. And that would be leading to having this kind of success thinking. So if your brain does dismiss it, then you may be too far outside of what your brain believes is possible. So you need to take a smaller step. Okay, so if we're talking about going into a leadership position and this is something, say, you want to make part of your development plan, you've had a couple of people tell you how great you'd be and it's something that you think about sometimes and you're really interested in doing when it comes to committing to this, making part of your documented development plan, talking to your manager about it, you start questioning it. You think, who am I to do this? I'm not senior enough. I don't have an executive presence. I don't want to take away time from my kids. I bet the hours would be really long. I don't think I can handle it. Um, Jan took this other job first, so I should work towards that. I shouldn't just try to hop to this other position. I'm happy where I am. All of these are totally normal thoughts, but they aren't thoughts that are going to push you to the success that you want. So now... You can work on these without going to a superficial place of, I'm the best leader ever, right? So what you want to do is you want to find something that's believable that your brain thinks is possible. And so that's where maybe you would go and say something like, it's possible for me to move into a leadership position and try that one on, saying it three to five times slowly. And after you go through that and then you find something that works for you, then ask yourself, How are you already a leader? How would you moving into leadership benefit your company? How would it benefit your family? How would it benefit you? What skills do you already have? What support for this move do you already have both in and outside of your company? 
the answer to these questions is going to help you identify the thoughts you already have that support this development and growth. It's going to focus your brain on your sufficiency, on where you already have what you need, not the lack, not the it's not possible or it's too hard or it's not going to happen for you. It's going to prevent you from focusing on the details, which is only going to create overwhelm. So with my business, if I had known to ask those questions, that I could focus my brain on where I'm already qualified and what is possible and how I could make it work, instead of focusing on the challenges, the struggle, people-pleasing, who knows what would have happened. I'm just glad that I learned this when I did so I could make the move in my career that is right for me because it's never too late. Doesn't matter where you are in your career. It doesn't matter how much investment you've made. A lot of what you've already done is transferable and you can really achieve anything that you want to. Some of the best advice I've ever received was early in my career when a colleague of mine told me, you can't turn down a job you haven't been offered. Makes sense, but it's really symbolic for me. I was getting into all of those details of, well, what if I apply for this position or what if I work towards this and I get it? How would I handle the commute? What would my work day look like? This would be a harder job. What if the benefits aren't as good? And I was using that to stop me from growing, from doing things that I was interested in, from applying to roles that were a stretch for me. At the end of the day, I was focusing all of my energy on the lack, on the negative, to push me away from going after what I wanted, which was a more challenging and impactful role. So a colleague said to me, with love, she was very kind, she said, you can't turn down a job you haven't been offered. I think she just got sick of me talking about it all the time and being like, what if this happens? What if that happens? I don't know. I'm not good enough, right? And I heard that a decade ago and it sticks with me. I apply it to everything. Whenever I find myself thinking in the lack, talking myself out of something, I tell myself I can't turn down something I haven't been offered. First, put the effort where you want to grow and the goals you want to achieve. You'll figure out the details when you get there. You just have to trust that you can do that, that you will figure things out. You always have. You've gotten through 100% of your bad days, of your tough situations. Know that your brain is going to try to make things easy. The goal isn't to deny it, to push it away. It's to accept it, to acknowledge it, to figure out those thoughts that are going to help you. The thinking you already have that is coming from sufficiency and knows how amazing you already are and that you really can handle anything. Decide to amplify that voice along with the doubt. It will keep you moving, my friends. If you want to take this deeper and see if coaching is a good fit for you, where we can tackle your thinking and your goals and get you where you want to be for sure without doubt I invite you to schedule a free call with me we will talk through your goals for a full hour and decide if coaching is a good fit if you're interested and you want to apply you can go to my website at www.melissamlawrence.com I'll also provide a direct link in the show notes all right that is all for this week 
If you have any questions about this, you can always reach out to me. I am interested in hearing all of the ways that you use success thinking to get you to where you want to be. Have a great week.